This is Reset. I'm Michael Puente in for Sasha Ann Simons. There continues to be a maternal health crisis here in the United States. Compared to our numbers to those in the European Union, for example, in 2020, for every 100,000 babies born in the EU, about six mothers died during pregnancy. In the same year, the U.S. saw over three times that number die. Outcomes for pregnant people also vary depending on your state, where you live, and who you are. One thing that could help is having more midwives. That's what we're focusing on here today. Mothers and babies who live in states with a strong midwifery system tend to have better outcomes than those who don't. But in Illinois, it's not one of those states. Here to discuss is my colleague, Kristen Sorich, WBEZ's health and county government reporter. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Mike. Great to see you. We're also here with Annette Payo, Director of Midwifery at PCC Community Wellness Center in Berwyn. Welcome to the program, Annette. All right. All right. Well, Kristen, we'll start with you. Why did you pursue this piece on midwives in Chicago? Yeah, well, um, over the summer, Swedish Hospital on the north side, you know, they had um, a really rich legacy of providing midwifery care. They had a, a pretty big group of midwives, um, and they essentially merged that group with doctors. Um, a couple of midwives uh, were laid off, um, more had quit, and it just made me think, where else can patients go? Like, what does access to midwifery care look like? Um, and so I just started you know, talking to a lot of midwives, talking to a lot of patients, really reaching out to hospitals, um, trying to find out even where midwives are. And that's a whole nother journey we can talk about. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Okay. And Annette, how long have you been working as a midwife and what brought you to this career? Sure. So I have been a midwife for 16 years and for 14 of those, I've worked at PCC Community Wellness Center, which is a federally qualified health center that serves mostly the west side and near west suburbs of Chicago. And I've been directing the midwifery practice there for about eight years now. I came to midwifery sort of as a second career. My first my first um, degree is in inter international relations. I did work in that field for a little bit. I worked in the Peace Corps. I got really interested in women's health there. Came back, worked for Planned Parenthood for a while, and then from there got really interested um, in midwifery. Um, and I've been doing that ever since. Well, and clar clarify for this for us. What exactly does a midwife do and what areas of pregnancy are they involved in? Sure. So a certified nurse midwife is an advanced practice nurse with a specialty in reproductive health, including prenatal care and labor and delivery. And we do that in hospitals, birth centers, or at one's home. We also provide gynecologic care, menopause care, abortion care, gender affirming care, and even some primary care and newborn care, depending on one's work setting. We prescribe medications and we are independent providers, which means we collaborate with physician colleagues per our scope, but we're not supervised by them, which is distinct from, say, a physician's assistant who has a supervisory relationship with a doctor. We're also distinct from a doula, who is someone who provides support during the perinatal period, particularly support in labor. But unlike midwives, doulas are not clinicians. I was just going to ask you about that. Well, let me ask you this. Are uh, midwives also involved, say, in postpartum care? Yes, Yes, the whole perinatal period. So that's going to be during the 
during prenatal care, during labor and delivery, postpartum care, and even beyond postpartum care, we can we can prescribe contraception, we can see people for their gynecologic needs, their pap smears, their annuals, um, and even as um, women enter menopause, we can take care of them at that time too. Now, Kristen, you write, research shows that midwives help improve outcomes for both parent and child, but hospitals across the Chicago area are not investing in midwife programs. Tell us more about the reasons why. Yeah. Well, a couple of the, the big reasons are, um, you know, I talked to more than a dozen midwives about this, and I reached out to a lot of hospitals, um, and a lot of them declined to comment. A lot of them wouldn't even confirm where they even have midwives. So kind of what you have to do to even find where the midwives are is ask around, right? And you can look on hospital websites. Um, so I found even disparities within hospitals, like Advocate Healthcare, um, you know, for example, has a rich legacy of midwifery, Illinois Masonic on the north side. But if you live in Harvey and you put in, hey, I want to see a midwife, you go on their website, um, the closest one is on Clark Street over by Illinois Masonic. Same thing within North Shore where Swedish was. There are hospitals, some of them have midwives, and um, it was difficult to confirm which ones do or don't. Um, but some of the reasons that hospitals don't have a lot of midwives, um, a couple of reasons are, you know, a big one a lot of people mentioned to me is just this culture of, of um, midwifery. A lot of midwives don't. They don't think that hospitals value what they do, um, that they're, um, you know, in terms of their style of managing a birth, um, in terms of, you know, OBGYNs are, are thought of as, you know, people who are delivering babies so that they mm. really just don't feel like the midwifery style is is valued. Um, there's also a perception, perhaps, that um, there's money coming into the equation. Like, if you have a lot of interventions with a doctor, that that could lead to a C-section that might not be necessary. That brings in more money than a vaginal delivery um, that you could have with an OB as well or with a midwife. Um, another thing, though, I will say is that staffing is also an issue. So there are some people who don't want to practice as a midwife on the 24-7 cycle. You know, you're on call 24 hours a day, you're on call 12 hours a day. They want work-life balance. And we heard a lot about this during COVID. You know, even physician burnout we've heard about as well. So staffing is an issue. Um, we also see a lot of hospitals closing their OB units altogether. So some of them aren't even delivering babies anymore. So hiring a midwife might not be a priority for hospitals. Now, Annette, what do you make of all this? It's not a matter of pregnant mothers not wanting to work with a mid midwives, right? That's correct. That's correct. I, I think it's about finding us. I think it's about being embedded into the system. Um, I would say I would definitely echo all of the things that Kristen mentioned. Um, there was an interesting study about midwi midwifery burnout. And while certainly pay equity hours are important, but it's really the lack of, um, it's the lack of a supportive practice environment that um, was the driver, the key driver of burnout in this study. So that's midwives not really feeling valued. So that's that can look like high productivity requirements so that you don't have enough time with patients in the clinic or office. That's working with colleagues or hospital administrators who don't support the basics of midwifery, like movement in labor, eating in labor, giving, giving patients time to let their labor progress without medical intervention, or even allowing doula care, um, which I still have patients cite as a reason for transferring care to our group because their OB won't allow doulas in the room. Now, Christian, do, do you know how many midwives are here in Chicago? 
I could not tell you that. I asked, I, you know, I checked with, um, through a lot of data sources, I checked through the state. There is not like a lot of healthcare. There's not a lot of strong data to back that up. There's not like a list of midwives and where they practice. So what you really have to do is, is call around, do your homework um, and ask. But so what I did is like I mentioned, I asked, I talked to a lot of midwives. Um, I looked on a lot of websites, reached out to a lot of hospitals. And that's where I was able to find where they are and where they are not. I will say there's a big void on the South side in particular. Um, there are very few hospitals on the South side that even deliver babies anymore. So that's already a maternal desert, so to speak. Um, but the University of Chicago, for example, their their hospital, which is one of the few that is still delivering babies and really does specialize in complex pregnancies and complex care in general. Mm-hmm. Um, they only have one midwife and they used to have more. You know, I reached out to them and asked why, you know, if they would like to talk about this. Like, what's the reason behind this? And they declined an interview, sent me a statement that said, you know, we we support healthy birth. I don't have it in front of me. But um, one of the other aspects of it is, well, we we care for high risk patients who tend to be high risk, um, which is the case. But there are midwives at other hospitals that also take care of high risk patients as well. You know, was there ever a point when we did have more midwives in our hospitals here in Chicago? I mean, I think that's really hard to track. Mm-hmm. You know, there, like I said, there's not a list, there's not a database of where midwives practice. There's, um, I, I think it's 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 hard to say. Um, but you know, if you look at the numbers and just national data from the American College of Nurse Midwives, which tracks this, only nine percent of deliveries were attended by a midwife in 2020. And that across the country, the number of midwives getting into the profession is slowly rising. But that's still that's not even one in 10 births in the state. So how do people who actually find them if they want to work with them? Kristen? They got to do their homework, right? Uh-huh. I mean, which is, which right. we all know for patients is really hard. Um, word of mouth. I think, I think one thing that patients could do is ask, are there other types of providers that I could work with to have a baby? If you, I will say midwives, um, you know, obviously they, they work with people who are low risk. Um, OBs tend to work with patients who are higher risk, have a more complex pregnancy and really need that higher level of care. But there are definitely patients who are low to moderate um, risk who who are seeing OBs. And and if they're interested in the midwifery model, could ask for that. I think, you know, what Annette just said, too, I mean, you don't know what you don't know. I think there is a lack of awareness around what midwives do. Now, Annette, was there a time where we, we, we saw more midwives here in Chicago? I think I honestly don't know the answer to that. I think things can go in waves for sure. You know, speaking about University of Chicago, there used to be a pretty robust practice there many years ago. And then sort of the same thing. They just they just sort of got kicked out. And then just in the past few years, midwives came back to the University of Chicago. But now we're kind of back where we started. So things can go in these sort of weird waves. I'll say, too that when I was in midwifery school, I was doing midwifery school, I started my my um, midwifery school out on the East Coast and then wanted to move to the Chicago area to be with my partner. And I remember going to U, UIC, which is an excellent midwifery program, um, but at the time, birth centers were illegal. And that was really disappointing to me as a student because I wanted to learn that kind of care but couldn't because... because um, um, it wasn't available. And, you know, since then, 
um, you know, I, I've moved here, obviously, and uh, birth centers are now legal. And we have three of them in the Chicago area. But it was a 20-year battle to to get them legalized. And, you know, we have the um, AMA here sort of in our backyard with a very strong um, lobbying force. And, um, yeah, it, it, it just it just took a lot of fighting to to get there. Can I say well, one, one sure. more thing, Mike? Sure. I think yeah. one of the biggest takeaways, too, in my reporting and is that um, hospitals that have strong midwifery programs, a lot of what I heard, what I heard is that it's it's because the head of the OB department and even the head of, of the hospital system and executive team, they really support the midwives. So coming back to that, do we feel valued? Do we feel like we belong at this health system? Hospitals that do have that, midwives told me that they felt very much that they had a seat at the table. And then what do you think part of the problem is that it, like maybe people and professionals within the healthcare industry don't understand what midwifery is? Yeah, I think part of that is on us. I think midwifery, you know, can be there's many paths to midwifery. You know, there's certified nurse midwives or certified professional midwives. Um I think as a profession, we could do a better job of getting ourselves out there. Um, but I think it's also we're practicing at the blessing of OBs and hospital hospital administrators. So um, we're not built into the fabric of OB care. Right. So, Annette, when, when there aren't midwives present, who's filling in the gap? Is it the OBGYN? Who's doing that? Yeah, so that would be um, sort of the the dominant paradigm in this country, which is mostly um, obstetricians. There's also uh, family medicine physicians who deliver babies too, but that's a very small percentage. But yeah, it's it's mostly OB OB gynees. Right now, Kristen, Kristen, you write about how when pregnant people work within their with their OB OBGYN that it could often lead to unnecessary C sections. Um, it, it, tell us more about that. Yeah, I mean, it can, right? Um, there's there's a, a body of research that shows that when midwives are involved in care, it can lead to better outcomes for parents and babies. So that could be lower C-section rates, that could be better breastfeeding rates. Um, you know, the recovery time for a person who has a C-section can be pretty intense. Um, it's also, you know, you have a, a couple of risks. It's a major surgery. You've got a risk of hemorrhage, um, risk of infection, other things like that. I mean, when I was looking at public health data in Illinois to really understand kind of the patterns here, I found that hospitals that don't have midwives tend to have higher C-section rates that, that, than those who don't. And so some of the midwives that I was talking to, and this was backed up by a big national a study that I found as well, you know, they talked about how the midwives have, you know, kind of a cultural influence at the hospitals where they work. And so, you know, the midwives C-section rates tended to be low. And then their OBGYN rates um, were still higher, but not as high as at hospitals that didn't have midwives at all. So they really found that the culture, like the influence that they had, like the way that they were to do so many vaginal births really kind of, um, you know, bled into the practices of the OBGYNs and that they just felt very respected there. Well, now we only got about 30 seconds. What do you think it will take for midwives to be more integrated into standard maternity care here, here in Illinois? 
I would say um, more integration of midwives. There's a lot of excellent work being done in California right now, um, really innovative ways to bring um, midwives into into hospitals. Um, I would say that can, it can be consumer driven too. We need people to, to seek out our care and demand our care. Um, and and yeah, just know that we're here. We do have midwives here in Chicago. We also, I wanna give a plug for federally qualified health centers, which also have um, um, long-standing, robust midwifery groups mm-hmm. to care for folks who have Medicaid, so. All right, well, we have to leave it there. We've been talking to Kristen Storage, WBEZ Health and County Government Reporter, and Annette Payle is Director of Midwifery at the PCC Community Wellness Center. You can read more about this story on WBEZ.org. Thank you both. Thanks for having me.